Welcome to day three of our Marian Consecration. Again, my name is Father Zach, and it's a pleasure and an honor to have you here with me. Before going any further, as always, please state out loud your why. Why are you doing the Marian Consecration? Press pause and state that out loud before beginning any further. And let us consecrate this day to the Blessed Virgin Mary as we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that any one who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come. Before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Day 3. De Montfort's Consecration, Part 1. Father Michael Gately writes, Okay, so on the first day of this week, we ask for a greater passion and zeal in making our preparation for consecration. Then yesterday, we pondered the incredible influence that de Montfort's brief life had on the church. The powerful testimony of authorities, no less than popes, should have further fired our zeal and gotten us reflecting, quote, what is this amazingly influential teaching of a priest who only lived to be 43, end quote. Of course, it's his teaching on marrying consecration. But what exactly does that mean? Recall the summary of marrying consecration in the introduction to this retreat. There, I presented consecration as our giving a yes to Mary, allowing her to fulfill in us her God-given task of forming us into other Christs. And that's all true, but there's more. St. Louis gives two key emphases in his teaching on marrying consecration that expand what we've already read about. These two emphases are, one, a renewal of our baptismal vows, and two, a particularly intimate gift of ourselves to Mary. Let's look at each of those in turn, one today and one tomorrow. The day of our baptism is the most significant in each of our lives. It's when we poor, sinful creatures are not only cleansed of sin, but also given the amazing dignity and honor of being transformed into sons and daughters of the Almighty God. On that joyous occasion, before we received this amazing grace, we solemnly promised, or if we were infants, others promised in our name, to reject Satan, and then we or others in our name professed our faith and commitment to Jesus Christ. Then, every Easter, we solemnly renew this promise and commitment. But do we keep it? Are we true to our word? No. We all sin. Sadly, we all give in to Satan's pomps and works and reject Christ, at least in little ways. Why does this happen? The simple answer is original sin. We have fallen, we have a fallen nature, and we're prone to sin. That's true. But St. Louis invites us to go deeper and examine our consciences. If we do, 
we'll discover that a principal reason why we fall into sin is because of forgetfulness. Forgetfulness of our promise and commitment to Christ at baptism. De Montfort suggests that if we were to personally and sincerely renew our baptismal vows and place them in the hands of Mary, then this act alone would go a long way in helping us overcome sin in our lives. Therefore, he makes such a renewal of vows an essential element of his prayer of consecration. In fact, in the very first paragraph of this prayer, he has us address Mary and pray to her as follows. I, state your name, a faithless sinner, renew and ratify today in the hands the vows of my baptism. I renounce forever Satan, his pomps and works, and I give myself entirely to Jesus Christ, the incarnate wisdom, to carry my cross after him all the days of my life and to be more faithful to him than I ever have been before. Amen. So, St. Louis has us attack sin right at its root. Satan and his pomps and works has us recommit our lives to Christ and has us do all of this with and through Mary. Why through Mary? Because in Genesis 3.15, God has put enmity between her and Satan, and Satan can't stand her. In fact, according to St. Louis, Satan fears not only more than the angels and saints, but in a sense, even more than God himself. Why? Because, as he puts it, quote, Satan being proud, suffers infinitely more from being beaten and punished by a little and humble handmaid of God, and her humility humbles him more than the divine power, end quote. So de Montfort gives us a practical and effective way to overcome sin in our lives, formally renounce Satan, and recommit ourselves to Christ through Mary. We'll hear more about Mary's power over evil on the last day of this week. Tomorrow, we'll reflect on the second element of St. Louis's consecration, the particularly intimate gift of ourselves to Mary. Today, let's reflect on the promise we made at our baptism to reject Satan and to follow and love Christ. Today's prayer is, Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. We'll repeat the prayer ten times. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. Come, 
Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, give me the grace to reject Satan and follow Christ more closely. Before we close in prayer, after the last memoir, I'll give a reflection on baptism that is given by Dr. Bob Schutz with the Healing the Whole Person Retreat. And so we close our day by praying, Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. St. Louis de Montfort, pray for us. The Reflection on Your Baptism I just want to invite you to take a few deep breaths and imagine that you're walking along the Jordan River and use your spiritual senses. How sunny is it? How long is the grass? How blue is the water? Is there a breeze? And as you imagine this, walking step by step, maybe along your hand to touch the long grass. In the distance, in the water, you see John the Baptist and Jesus. And as you walk towards them, Jesus is waving his hand at you in a motion that says, come over here. His presence is magnetic. And so you make your way into the water and Jesus just smiles at you. He puts his arm around your back and you stand side by side. And John the Baptist puts his arm around both of your backs and lowers you into the water. As he's lowering you into the water, it's a symbol of you sharing in Jesus' death. As you're in the water, you're cleansed of all of your sins. As John the Baptist raises you out of the water, only you come out of the water because now Jesus is in you. As he raises you, that's a sign of your resurrection and participating in the resurrection of Jesus. And at that moment, the Father spoke over you. This is my beloved Son, in whom I delight. This is my beloved daughter, in whom I delight. Take a moment to take a few deep breaths and receive. Notice what stirs in you. The Father delights in you. You are my beloved.
If any lies arise in your heart that I'm not good, or I'm not worthy of this, it's important to pray in the name of Jesus. I reject the orphan spirit. I reject the lie that I am not worthy. I reject the lie that I'm ugly, stupid. And then to pray through the authority of my baptism, I command these lies and evil spirits to go to the foot of the cross for Jesus to deal with them. And I pray, Father, that you send forth your Holy Spirit upon me and renew my baptismal graces. I pray for living waters to flow over me and to wash me clean of all the lies, all the brokenness, and to fill me with your Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. And then to proclaim the truth and to pray out loud, in the name of Jesus, I proclaim the truth that I am a child of God. I proclaim the truth that I am a beloved son or a beloved daughter. I claim the truth that God is with me and he will never forsake me or abandon me. I proclaim the truth that I am good, that I am smart, and that I am worthy, not because of anything I have done, but because of what Jesus has done for me in his life, death, and resurrection. Take a moment to dwell and rest in him and own your identity to know that your identity and who you are only comes from God. Nothing else defines you. And we make all these prayers in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Louis de Montfort, pray for us.